Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time to welcome the fabulous David Georgensen, our soap expert, to the programme. Hello, David. Good morning. How are you? Happy. Great, thanks. for all the better for speaking to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, eventually, yes. End of January. I know. I know this is actually the first time we've actually spoken together on air. Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely, yes. It's quite an experience. (laughs) And what what a day to be doing it on as well. I know, I know, exactly. Well, do you know something? We've got to cheer people up and uh, keep their mind off uh, what's going on. So, uh... Oh, yeah, so we'll do that with the soap power. Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Let's cheer everyone up with the soaps, yeah. What I've got to say is we're really going to cheer people up. But do you know something, David? The way I see it is, you know, me, all, with the glass always being half full, obviously. Um... Of what's there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, vodka, gin, whiskey, mm, whatever mm. I can get my hands on. Um, but basically... Basically, um, I think that if you watch the soaps and you think they're miserable, then you should be thinking, well, look how fabulous my own life is. I could be Phil Mitchell. Yeah, well, wait till we start talking about EastEnders, then you'll be assessed that one, yeah. Right, okay. (laughs) Well, listen, we do have lots to talk about. And uh, I have to say, there is one story that is really beginning to kind of creep me out a bit in Emmerdale. And uh, it's Finn. What is he up to? He's become all stalkery and obsessive over Kaz. Very strange, isn't it? What is he doing? He's not normally like this. He's supposed to be the sensible Barton, isn't he? And uh, he's two crazy brothers, and he's supposed to be the sensible one. And it seems like he's going completely off the rails. And yeah, now Aaron is, for some reason, Aaron, why is Aaron caught up in this? Why? I don't understand. It's, it's all very strange. Aaron beating up Kaz to, to defend Finn's honour, but not really, because Aaron's just taking out his frustration on his own problems, of course. And yeah, it's all a bit strange. Uh, uh, Finn, sort yourself out because you've actually found a decent amount there now and you'd, you think you'd want that. But no, it's all gone a bit weird, hasn't it? It's gone really weird. And and I agree with you with the Aaron thing as well, beating up uh, Kaz and his, his dad, you know, jumping in there. It just seemed a bit odd. I also think Aaron is, is you know, it's not like Aaron to be so kind of sensitive about things. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's I don't know, he's just been a bit kind of over the top about Robert and I know Robert is a bad boy but you know he he knows what he's getting with Robert that's the thing they've had this conversation so many times and Robert's assured him you know he's not going to cheat on him or do whatever I mean that's all lies of course we'll know that it's going to happen at some point and I'm sure both the pair of them know it as well but you know it's they're supposed to have this understanding especially after the big car crash last year and ended up in in that lake and all the rest of it and you know, and they have this the, the, the big chat then, and it's, it just seems like, you know, it's gone in one ear and out the other. So, um, yes, sort yourselves out. Very much Men so. of Emmerdale. Definitely. Gays of Emmerdale, sort yourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> You're all crazy. You're all bonkers. Well, Victoria needs to just bring them all into one room and just tell them to sort it out, doesn't she? She's she the sensible did. one. She, she just needs to needs... drag them all in. She's got connections to all of them, hasn't she? Because obviously Robert is her brother and Aaron is very close to her as well. And then obviously Finn is one of her best friends. So, you know, she's got connections to all of them. So she is the person to sort this out. Yeah, she needs to round them up with a big sheepdog, definitely. Um, I tell you, um, I, 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 I don't know whether I'm, I'm kind of liking the story or getting a bit fed up with the fact that Paddy and Chaz just cannot seem to get it together. They almost got it together last night. I think, you know, once he admitted that he got 
a certain part of his anatomy caught in his zipper um, yeah. that, you know, basically, you know, she thought it was the sweetest thing that, that he would sit through a meal and uh, suffer the pain. But, you know, are they going to actually get it together? They've been through this before, haven't they? They dated ages ago, didn't they? And it never worked out then. And it's not going to work. You know, and Chaz cheated on him as well. I mean, let's not even go down that road with what happened after that, because that led to the Woolpack being flooded in and, and, and Debbie and all the rest of it. And it's crazy, crazy times. Crazy Cameron, wasn't it? Um, but it's... um. No, we all know. We all know where this is heading, don't we? We all know that Paddy and Rowan were the ones who are meant to be together. But, you know... We, we, Never mind, Chaz is the sensible one here, of course, as the other person. The one we need, really need to be worried about is Pierce, of course. Pierce is absolutely crazy. Pierce has done some wicked things. You know, some, well, you know, we spoke about this with Chris a couple of weeks ago. Basically, Pierce raped Rona recently. And, and you know, and Rona's trying to make the best of it, of course. But no, there's no two ways about that. She did not consent to sex and he forced himself on her. And it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's awful. And, you know, I, you know, I know we are kind of laughing at, you know, Paddy and trying to, get together with with Charles and all the rest of it we know it's not going to work they know it's not going to work as well but uh, you know we we do have this really vicious serious side to this as well and i i do worry about rona and i think she's going to need paddy and her friends all around her at some point very very soon and it's all going to come crashing down and i do worry about this situation very much so. I mean, this is where, you know, lines get blurred uh, so often. You know, we hear it in, in real life where, you know, people in relationships um, kind of believe that, that you know, it's not rape because they are, in fact, in a, in a relationship with each other. But, you know, no means no. And, and no you know, I suppose no, exactly. this, this is another thing that the Emmerdale is, is kind of bringing to the fore. So good for them. Um, just lastly with Emmerdale, uh, Nicola has gone on a complete and utter kind of megalomaniac oh i don't know she, she's just gone mental well you know i mean i don't blame her either because you know she did find out the truth about what happened to her and you know she almost died last year and then you know she was left barely able to walk and it almost led to the end of her marriage with everything that happened as well with dan and you know and, and all of you know trying to recover from these injuries and i don't blame her for for sort of going off the rails a little bit but you know it's, it's a lot to take in isn't it when you find out what really happened to you and you know people around you have been lying to you so poor Nicola I'm on her side for once actually she's normally a bullshit cow but I cry <laughs> on her side this time yeah she well it, you know something she plays the nasty boss so well doesn't she <laughs> it really does well, she loves it, doesn't she? She loves oh, being yeah. power. Power, power, power trip. Okay, uh, let's leave Emmerdale there and move on to Coronation Street. Now, uh, lots been happening with Kevin uh, over the last few weeks. Obviously, he said his truck stolen, um, his garage has gone on fire, he's now been arrested for arson. It's all at the hands of Pat Phelan. And Pat is supposed to be getting married. Is it tonight he's getting married to Irene? Well, do you know, Irene. I, Irene. Sorry, Eileen. <laughs> I was right first time. <laughs> She's only been in it for 20 years. Um, uh, it's right. Do you know when, when we had these conversations and I said, you've got to watch certain episodes, and tonight, apparently, I've been assured is one of those times you've got to watch Coronation Street. Apparently, when this storyline comes to a head between Phelan and Andy. And yeah, Kevin is kind of a side story to this now. He's the one who's taking all the blame for this, but it's really Andy and Phelan who are the, the core of this story right now and yeah apparently it's some really really shocking exciting stuff so yes tune in for that 
Oh my goodness, I can't wait actually. I'm, I'm kind of hoping Feeling gets his his comeuppance because, you know, it, it, I find him really difficult. You know, he's a great actor. Um, he's a brilliant actor, yeah, really, really good. He, you know, he really knows how to play the part and he knows that people love to hate him and it's, it's just fantastic the way he does it, yeah. Do you know, I think it's the mark of a good actor when you seriously kind of hate them as a character and uh, wish that, you know, they would go. But then I think if he went, you would really miss them. Yeah, I think so as well. And we all kind of doubted, you know, uh, when he when feeling came back, because, you know, everything that happened first time around, he was there with Anna and all the rest of it. And we really didn't like him being around. And he came back and it's like, what on earth is Coronation Street doing? But it's worked. It's worked. Conor McIntyre, who plays him, is absolutely brilliant. He's completely thrown himself into this role. And he is fantastic in it. And, you know, and he's, I think viewers you know we all love to we all love to hate him and that is the hallmark of a really good villain because you know you, you don't want to get a villain who you just hate because you don't want to see them on screen it's boring but if you get a villain you love to hate then you'd love to watch them doing what they're doing and knowing that ultimately fingers crossed they're going to get the comeuppance but not anytime soon because you want to see them causing chaos so yeah it's he, he is brilliant he i've i don't know what coronation street are going to do actually because he'll be a big loss to the show if, if he goes now and i never thought i'd hear myself say that about feeling but there you go i know i know well will he won't he marry uh eileen or irene or whatever you want to call her <laughs> we'll need to find out uh tonight i tell you um i'm really really gobsmacked that uh obviously everything that's been going on with steve and michelle now that was a traumatic episode where she lost the baby and obviously mm. you know i know you spoke to chris about this but you know, um, I, I was really, really moved to tears. Uh, she played it so incredibly realistically. And of course, she's, she's kind of acting from experience, as was uh, Steve in real life, because they've both uh, had, had miscarriages and lost children uh, in their personal lives. But what a, a horrifically... Oh, it, it just realistic scene that was in the hospital. Now, the 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 reason I'm kind of horrified at Steve at the moment is is because he actually admitted to Peter that he's Leanne's baby's father. Yes, he did. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's quite something, isn't it? And uh, and this is like a perfect storm of a storyline now, isn't it? Because you've got first of all, let's start from the beginning. You started off with Leanne realizing she's pregnant. Then realizing that Steve was the father because they had that one night stand together and they were both in very strange places in their relationships. And then uh, Steve got back with Michelle and she got pregnant, lost the baby. Um, in the middle of all this, of course, Leanne uh, got back with Nick after Carla left. Um, Nick knows the truth about who the father of the baby is. He's been confronting Steve about it. And now, obviously, Peter's dragged into this. Peter obviously having an affair with Toya, who doesn't know anything about. And and then, I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for people, but next week is going to throw up a few uh, surprises as well where Michelle is concerned. I think a few people who've been watching closely will know exactly what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a bit more mix into this as well. So, uh, yeah, it is. And then we haven't even got to the part where Leanne gives birth and, and, the, and the, the identity of the father comes out. And I'm wondering if there's going to be a big twist concerning Leanne and the baby as well. I'm not going to say, I've got my suspicions about this one now. And I think I might be absolutely crazy, but we live in crazy times. So I don't want to say it because I don't want to, if it's true, I don't want to be the person who ruined the storyline for everyone. So I might tell you off air and then you, we can hint at it later on. 
Oh my goodness, I can hardly wait, honestly. Yeah, I've, I've, do you know, uh, uh, an apartment has become available next door to me if you want to move in, by the way. <laughs> you and I need I think, to be yeah. neighbours. I think your husband would have something to say about the constant chit-chat about soap. Oh no, listen, what we do, <laughs> we just move you in and move him next door. <laughs> Okay, listen, let's talk about EastEnders. Now, obviously, you know, I haven't spoken to you about this yet, but uh, I know you spoke to Chris about it. Ronnie and Roxy, you know, what what a wedding, what a way to, to exit the show. Last night, you know, we saw poor Jack. He's in the Chapel of Rest. Ronnie's lying there, so peaceful. He was kind of snottering all over her. Um, and, yeah. and you know, it is just, it's just tragic. Absolutely Where's tragic. Where's Roxy? Where's Roxy? Nobody's mentioning Roxy. Rita Simons, who played her, is furious about this. She tweeted the other day that, actually, why is nobody talking about Roxy? And she's quite right. Nobody's talking about Roxy. Where it's all about Ronnie and Jack and nobody's talking about Roxy. And I feel very sorry for her. I know Roxy had her problems and basically she was the one who caused the, the parents to die in the first place, it turns out. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Poor Roxy, completely forgotten about. It looks like her. I mean, you know, I think obviously there will be a lot of people that, you know, the hardcore EastEnders fans will be very kind of angry at Roxy because, you know, she jumped into the pool and uh, was it was it some kind of heart failure she had when she jumped into the pool or her heart, heart stopped? Attack, heart attack. Yeah, because uh, she had a heart attack because obviously she was still taking drugs and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it gave her a heart attack. So. My goodness, but oh, it was really, really traumatic. The way they kind of ended up in the water as well, kind of cuddled up together. It was just, oh, very, very sad, very sad. But uh, what is to, to become of Jack now? I mean, is there any plans for Jack to leave or do you think he'll stay? Very good question, isn't it? Nobody knows. Apparently he wants to move to Onga with the kids, but they haven't said that. Who knows? And there's also a very big... I've no idea what's going to happen with it, with Jack now. Nobody said anything. EastEnders is surprising us at the moment. There's, there's, I won't get onto that shortly because there's the big week coming up next week. But, um, yeah, we, we don't really know where we stand with EastEnders at the moment because there's been a lot of last-minute changes to things. So it's quite interesting to see how this is going to play out. And uh, and I've heard a few things about Ronnie and Roxy's funeral now, or Ronnie and the other person's <laughs> and and yeah it's, it's yeah i think we're going to be in for quite a few surprises and it's going to be a bit of a bumpy ride um it's it, yeah it is i've no idea what the, what is going to happen to that family and the big question of course is there is a baby there baby matthew who is now being brought up by jack jack obviously is not baby matthew's father and and his mother's dead it's uh, charlie cotton of course is is the baby's father and we have no idea I don't know if he's going to turn back up in the square to claim the child or not. Surely Dot, his grandmother, has been on the phone to him at some point talking to him about it. But who knows? Uh, so, yeah, the, the big question is is, 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 is little Matthew going to end up going to Ongo with Jack if they decide to go? If they don't decide to go, is, is Charlie going to want to claim the child? So, yeah, a bit of, a bit of a family mess there. Yeah, it is. And I did wonder about that, you know, um, with, with, with Matthew. So it'll be interesting to see what Dot does, because I think Dot see, does see it from both sides. But at the end of the day, Charlie is her grandson. So her loyalties lie with her family. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly happens there. Um, I'll tell you what's going to be interesting as well. Um, Mick last night with uh, Whitney. Oh, my no, goodness. No, 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 no. It can no, happen. No. 
the, the, there are certain rules I think you have to follow in soap now, and 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 one of them is that the Carters, Mick and Linda, are not embroiled in affairs. They have the strongest marriage in soap, and it has to stay that way. That is my rule. We all like a good affair. We we love the intrigue and everything else, but you do have to have some stability. You do have to have at least one couple who will never ever cheat on each other. And that couple in EastEnders is Mick and Linda. Now, Linda, obviously, we've got a congratulations to Kelly Bright, by the way, who plays Linda because she's just had her child that she's on maternity leave at the moment. She's just given birth. So congratulations to her. But yes, meanwhile, back in the square, of course, with with everything that's going on between Lee and Whitney at the moment, it's, it's a bit of a mess with all the deaths and, and Lee's depression. And they had a massive row last night and uh, Whitney ended up back in the Vic staying the night and there was that moment between them and I just don't want it to happen Mick cannot have an affair especially with his daughter-in-law it's just it would ruin everything for me so I really sincerely hope that EastEnders are not going down this this path at all um, now having said that I don't, we, we do have the new producer Sean O'Connor in charge of course so and he has shaken things up quite considerably not Withstanding, of course, the return of Michelle, played by Jenna Russell and not Susan Tully, who doesn't act anymore. And that has been a bit controversial as well. And we've got this big event next week coming up, which I will now talk about. Uh, there's going to be a bus disaster, apparently. Now, this has all been, been quite suddenly foisted upon EastEnders viewers because uh, um, the first we heard about it was there was a uh, on Twitter, there was a pilot who was flying around that part of uh, Hertfordshire, North London, uh, last weekend and took a picture of flying over the East Tender set. And there was there was a bus where a bus shouldn't be uh, near the Bridge Street Market area. And because you never see buses go down that way because they're supposed to not be able to get down that way, from what I can tell. Uh, and there were paramedics and ambulances and all sorts. And uh, and there was a bit of contra- controversy about the, the picture because it, it appeared on Twitter, then vanished, and then people saved it. So then they were talking about it. And, and now they've come out and said there is going to be something next week. So what that involves, and they've not given us any details about it at all, and, and apparently they're not releasing details to the press. And so, yeah, tune in next week because there's going to be a there's going to be some really shocking stuff apparently that has only just been filmed so it's quite interesting to see how this is all going to play out oh my goodness i wonder if we'll lose anybody well that's the big question isn't it yeah because we've got two prime candidates who we could end up losing now lee is one of them danny boy hatchard is leaving eastenders but i don't know because this is the thing because soaps normally film about six weeks in advance so if this was only filmed last weekend then i don't know if danny boy was still filming the rest of this stuff at all so i don't know how the the sub schedule would have worked and they're not telling us of course because it's none of our business but uh yeah it, it's quite an interesting one and the other the other prime candidate is babe of course because annette badland who plays her is also leaving eastenders so so yeah it could be tragedy for the carters that lee and babe both being squashed under a bus but i don't know we just don't know because i don't even know if they're filming uh, anymore so it would be interesting to see if that is the case or not Oh, it will indeed. And just quickly, you know, finally with, with EastEnders, we can't ignore the fact that Denise had Phil's baby and has given it up for adoption. Now, you know, is has the adoption actually gone through? Because I know she's back from the hospital, but, you know, can she still stop it or do you think I she's... I think she can. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know the ins and outs of adoption law now, of course. Uh, so I'm, I'm speaking purely from what, I, I imagine might happen not from actual possibilities but I think there is 
I, I think there is a period where you can, you know, try to come to terms with your feelings, and if you want to, you know, and and, and social workers will help you to try and re-establish the bond with your baby if you decide that you want to change your mind. So I don't know if it is a possibility, but I'm assuming it could be. Um, I don't know if papers have been signed or anything like that yet. I mean, I assume they possibly might have. Put it this way, I think we are going to see that baby at some point in Arbor Square, whether that baby is being held by Denise or by Phil. I think we are going to see that baby. And uh, I'd be very, very surprised if this does actually happen. Now, we've got the return. We've, we've got the first sight, rather, of Denise's mother. And and, and and she, I think she's I think she's saying that she's OK with the decision, but she probably isn't. Phil's moping around, and I suspect that he isn't really okay with the decision either. Denise is back on the wine already, and we all know what Denise is like on the wine. This is what led to the situation in the first place. So uh, I don't think Denise is coping as well as she thought she was. And, yeah, I suspect that baby might be back in with with its parents at some point very soon. But don't quote me on that. That's just what I'm imagining because people are not coping with this very well at all, I don't think. No, it doesn't look like it at all. Well, we shall wait and see. David, it has been absolutely brilliant catching up with you. Honestly, it's been far, far too long. Um, I can't go that length of time again, David. No, no, can't you can't. No, I can't. I just can't. Chris, Chris was very good, though. Chris was great. Chris, uh, Chris knew what he was talking about as well. He was, he was very good to talk to as well. So you know, uh, we we do love Chris as well, don't oh, we? Oh, definitely. Chris is a complete and utter angel and very, very good at what he does. He's a complete professional. So yes, I, I knew he wouldn't uh, let me down. I knew you would never ever let us down. So um, I knew it was in safe hands. But uh, no, just from a personal thing, you know, I, I need my fix of David Jorgensen for goodness sake. Oh God, you're, you're the only person who does say that, I think. <laughs> Listen, David, you have a great week. Have a great weekend. And thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio today. We shall speak to you again next Friday. You will indeed. Take care, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.